everyone. You've made it to season three of Old Dirty Benches. Are you here to listen to white collar criminals get roasted? Then you're at the right place. And here's JD to tell you all about what we do here. What's up, Dirty Benches? If you came here for laughs, shit talking, to hear about wiener schnitzel, or our menopause bellies, then you came to the right place. On ODB, we talk about white collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to 600 billion every year. What, what? That's crazy. Tell me more. White collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube. And don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. Good morning, Patty. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. This fine nice morning. Nice to see you. I know. Um, Before it's going to be another cooker of a day. Jesus. Dude, last week I thought, okay, I got Only through the one week. More week. This is it. All downhill then, from here. Nope. And then they were like, <laughs> all right, it's going to be another hot one next week. And I seen the temperatures. I was like, oh, damn it. Right? So, but Today's going to be hot. The good thing, though, is it's cooling off in the evening time. Right. We can't complain, really. No. I don't want to complain because there's some bad shit happening across the country mm, right For now sure. With weather, so. Um, and we're getting, like, <laughs> the minimum of that. Right. So. Um, if you're listening, uh, this is Old Dirty Benches. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm JD. Patty Popcorn. <laughs> Mm-mm. I'm delicious. <laughs> Hi, uh, chicken noodle soup. And oh, you know what's funny? I read an article this week. Uh oh. Um, it said if your crotch smells like chicken noodle soup, you better go to the doctor. <laughs> that shit ain't right. Did it say that? No. <laughs> but it talked about uh, sweating is like a sign of healthy, and even like a little bit of funk is good. I am so healthy, then, so, dude. So I am a sweater. <laughs> I just walk into my work and I start immediately sweating. I'm like, why don't I just wear my hair up every day? Oh, God. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, I've noticed even doing small tasks now around the house, (laughs) like my upper lip and stuff is starting to... I'm like, is this pre-menopause? Like, what is happening? Yes, it is. (laughs) Oh, my God. All the bad things. Our menopause. <laughs> I know. Um, like your joints start hurting. Oh, God. It's awesome. Yeah, dude. Everything. Your body your body is literally trying to set you on fire. <laughs> like, you're no good. You're used up. <laughs> Time's up. <laughs> exactly. Your eggs are dust. Get out. You're no use to us. <laughs> like slowly turning into the crib keeper. Oh, God. Um, sad. <laughs> <laughs> it is really sad. So, so on our podcast, we actually talk about white collar crime. <laughs> Eventually, Eventually, we do. Yeah. 
<laughs> we get on tangents. It's true. We do sometimes. We do. Not totally bad. It's funny. Um, mostly. We will try to stay on task, though, because as we said, <laughs> chip, it's chip, hot chip, here. Chip, it's hot. <laughs> um, if you listen to our previous episodes, you have probably found out that I do not have air conditioning in this house. As a result, Patty hates it here. Um, and she likes to get out as soon as possible. <laughs> you know, I'm like, can we do it at seven? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that, we will get into the episode. So who are we talking about this episode? Um, who are we talking about? Yeah, we're going to be discussing the crimes committed by Ray Nagin. Um, <laughs> pili pili. Pili pili. <laughs> um, Is it MacLeod? <laughs> Are they related McLeod? to the MacLeod? I kept looking at it too, and I was like, "Is it MacLeod or McLeod?" I was like, "I don't know." Um, and then you know, it's funny. Uh, now I'm getting off on a tangent. Um, I was watching <laughs> to get myself ready for October, i.e., uh, Halloween. Um, oh, hello, Yes, I'm starting to like watch some horror movies, and okay. so I watched the first Zombieland, and then watched the second Zombieland. And I was like, Madison is totally like my soulmate. I don't know if you've watched it, but <laughs> I've watched the first Zombieland <laughs> a long a while ago now. Uh, you know how Woody how Harrelson plays uh, Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. So like Madison's this um, superficial girl in the second movie, and she can't get his name right, and she's like Tally Sally. <laughs> And then she, I think at one point, calls him, like, Laffy Taffy or something. <laughs> oh, brother. And that's you? I was like, that's going to be me in the but zombie you're not apocalypse. <laughs> that girl sounds dumb. <laughs> Laffy Taffy. I was just thinking about the names, though. It just made me laugh. Because I was like, sometimes I get shit wrong. And I'm like, I don't. And it's awesome. And then I'm like, and eh, whatever. <laughs> you're focusing on the wrong thing. <laughs> Who cares what the name is? (laughs) Okay. Having said that. um, (laughs) Away we go. (laughs) So uh, Ray, uh, he actually, before he became mayor down in New Orleans, he uh, had been making around $400,000 a year. Not too shabby. Um, Yep. He was working for Cox Cable as an executive. Boo Um, Cable. (laughs) <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's also a scam. I heard a comedian say Organized anytime crime. that you are able to scam the, the cable company, you are legally obligated <laughs> to do so. <laughs> and I am all in. Dude, Please continue. <laughs> seriously. Like, uh, I think, I don't, uh, well, okay. So I want to say I think that my spouse has gotten a, some sort of deal where it's like. <laughs> it's 3000 a month. <laughs> It's like 175 or something. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking believable though. Like I can't. I yeah. just. It's hard for me to wrap my mind around because they do that dipsy doodle where like you're paying something and then all of a sudden oh it goes up two hundred dollars. Wait, what? Uh, yeah. Well, you know what's funny is like when we still lived on the East Coast, there was years where we only paid like 
some promotion price that was ninety nine dollars. Mm-hmm. So then we called because there was some issue with the cable. Um, like, oh, we should be charging you way more. Yeah, they were like, oh well, uh, I seen a problem here, and my husband was like, oh yeah, like what's that? And he was like, well, we've been charging you the incorrect amount for X amount of years, and he was like, okay, what's like thinking it's going to be lower or something, you know? And they were like, oh, we should have been charging you like two hundred dollars. He was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so here's a bill for thousands of dollars. Yeah, dude. I was like, yeah, so. It's such a ripoff. Uh, and it's totally like drugs because you're, you know, we're all addicted. Oh, God, and yeah. And you can't live without internet. Mm-hmm. So they're like, cha-ching, You need all the things, yeah. right? Am I right, people? <laughs> like Munch My Benson, I need to watch Law and & Order, and now Murder, She Wrote, and Forensic Files. <laughs> Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> That's from the BBC <laughs> Ghost Show. One of the ghosts likes to watch Murder She Wrote, but she goes, "It's time for my Murder She Wrote." <laughs> That's such a good show. Oh, I love it. It is good, and um, Hacks is also good. Mm-hmm. We like that show. So we yeah, there's. That. We've been watching a lot of stuff. Yeah. Shocker. Anyway, uh, focus. Okay, so focus, focus, ladies, for focus. Cable. So he worked for the Cox Cable Company as an executive, making four hundred thousand dollars a year. Then he decides, I'm going to run for mayor. He says, so he, That's not enough. Yep. He, he pulls the curtain back and he basically funds his own campaign hmm. to win the 2002 mayoral race. Mayoral. Okay. Mayoral. Thank you. Race. Correct. You said it. <laughs> you did great. You're doing great. Keep going. <laughs> and then he was sworn in as mayor that year. Um, according to him, he took a severe pay cut. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love when people say that. <laughs> people, it's called public service. <laughs> yeah. Not, I don't know what. Um, public piggy bank. Yeah, piggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, he served two terms in office. Uh, he said at the time that his family was financially prepared to weather the drop in his income. Oh, my God. I hear. Should I get the sad violin music playing from <laughs> and, this part? And Ray reportedly stated, I'm not in it for the money. Oh, clearly. Even okay. though I'm complaining that I don't make enough <laughs> money. So when I was, like, first starting to gather the notes on him. Uh, already, I'd like to say there's some flags. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I don't even, like, obviously, because we're going to talk about Katrina a little bit because he was mayor during Katrina. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was trying to remember, like, I feel like I do remember seeing his face, but I don't know if I realized at the time. I think because I was just so, like. I think it got overshadowed by that whole fucking Superdome debacle. Yeah, and Katrina itself and, like, everything else that happened. Kanye West saying, George Bush hates black people or whatever. (laughs) I do remember that shit because I was like, Mike Myers' face, like, (laughs) (laughs) on national television. (laughs) I was like, is that I was like, this is so weird. What is going on? That was crazy. Um, Um, Anyway, off topic. Go ahead. Yeah, again, sorry, sorry, everybody. Okay. (laughs) We're trying real hard. So this much was our, happening during this, this time. This is how our brain works. I know. We're like, squirrel. Yeah. Um. So, you know, in trying to capture notes and stuff and looking at him and what ended up happening um, during his two terms, I 
I do think there was a certain point where he got in it to be mayor and probably make some change. I don't think he actually got in it to be like, I'm going to scam all these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were some other people, uh, like some of the investigators and staff and uh, journalists who uh, didn't really say that he was the ringleader. But that'll be up for <laughs> debate se. during the episode. Um, you know, everybody that's listening to this can make the determination for themselves. Uh, but I'm I do, sure he only answered the phone. Yeah. <laughs> he did kind of make it sound like that at the end. But um, I... Obviously, and this could go for quite a few of the people we've covered. We get <laughs> scumbag. <laughs> That's not what I was going to say. I was going to say people get easily influenced sometimes by others, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, as a result, we kind of get engulfed by the tsunami of what's going on. And then you start to get so caught up in the greed part of it mm-hmm. that you're like, I can't. It's too late to turn back, mm. that kind of thing. So, but also these people are always charismatic and good at talking people. Yes, shit, so which uh, Ray has been um, based off of the interviews and videos and stuff, uh, and then American Creed episode that I watched. They talked about how he was charismatic, mm-hmm. a people person. Um, you know, like he was a good talker. Mm-hmm. He was very they good at are. articulating. You have to be to get people on board. Yes, agree. Um, I did find, though, so the same year that he um, became mayor, his oldest son um, was arrested in New York City and charged with grand larceny, forgery, and other felonies as part of a credit card (laughs) ID. Another flag goes up. (laughs) Yeah, as part of a credit card ID theft scheme. So I wanted to throw that in there before we start covering Ray. Apple and tree, baby. I thought that was kind of strange, right? He becomes mayor, and then at the same same year, his son gets in trouble for some felony stuff. Like major crimes. Yes. Um, And I don't know, like, what part, like, as far as culpability in the whole credit card scheme itself, like, it fell on her. I didn't go to go research that, but I did kind of catch that in doing some of my research. Okay, so Ray was born in New Orleans, Louisiana in um, June 1956. New Orleans? Yep. Um, I'm not really a fan, but please continue. Me, on the other hand, I did like it. Uh, I've been there with my spouse. Um, but <laughs> well, I went there with my spouse, but that's not why I didn't like it. <laughs> I think too. It depends on like the time of year you go as well. So, because I think you were there we, closer to like, and Mardi we were Gras, like right? right by Bourbon Street, which is so gross. Which I totally don't recommend. Don't do that. Yeah, no. I say uh, stay a little bit away from Unless that area. You're, like, in a fraternity. That, uh, yeah, that's really the <laughs> that's vibe the... of Bourbon Street. <laughs> that's probably where it you want to stay. It smells like vomit and old beer. <laughs> Am I lying? I'm not. No. Straight up. <laughs> we did not stay on or close to that strip. Yeah, we stayed no. a little bit away, which I think was after Why we had been down it, there. We probably. were like, this is probably the best idea that we had. Exactly. And then um, we also left early in the evening well, before same. things we got We didn't crazy. even go out at night because we were like, we're scared. <laughs> <laughs> it does get pretty crazy. Yeah, and like, I will say. This is not our vibe at all. <laughs> I will say too. Each morning that uh, when we got up. And it's kind of similar to Las Vegas. When you go to Las Vegas. You get up early in the morning. If you're early riser. <laughs> well. 
No. You still see drunk people stumbling around. <laughs> yeah, and they're like at the slot machines, like like You're completely like, wore out. <laughs> like pulling the lever, putting mm. their card in. It's the same thing down in New Orleans. Like you're still seeing people stumbling around like early in the morning as you're trying to go get your coffee and pastry. It's <laughs> it's not a place your for bed-day. kids. <laughs> yeah, no. So um he was born and raised there, and it looked like he didn't come from a family with a lot of money, mm-hmm. but it seems that they were extremely supportive and um, helping to teach him some values, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I didn't see any Allegedly. indicators. I didn't see any indicators that would lead me to believe that uh, they were teaching him how to be a crook. So um, <laughs> he learned that on the streets. <laughs> So Ray uh, graduated from Tuskegee University and uh, Isn't ended it up Tuskegee. Like is it the Tuskegee? Airmen? Is it? I don't Isn't know. It? I'm not sure. If Here I if go, I got Ray. it wrong, I'm I apologize in advance. Um, <laughs> She's then, not a dummy like that girl <laughs> on Zombieland. <laughs> and uh, he worked in the per the purchasing department for GM or General Motors, and um, he was also making good money there. So at this point, now he's an adult um, and he started a family. They live in a nice neighborhood in New Orleans. Apparently, um, the house that they lived in, him and his wife and kids, was called the Ashtray House because of um, the architect, the person who designed the house, like built it, had used a lot of ashtrays as part of the design. Interesting. Yeah. I, at first, when I heard it, I was like, "Ew!" And then I seen it, <laughs> and it's it's actually pretty cool looking okay. um, because it's like the amber colored ashtrays, you know, that you don't really see anymore. Um, they were used as part of uh, the overall design and construction. So, um, like I was saying, I think when he first decided he was going to run for mayor, he had some good intentions. Um, and and it does sound like he wanted some change for uh, New Orleans, but then, you know, got caught up. So uh, he ends up running as a Democrat. He came in wanting reform and change for the city. Um, from what I could read, Ray ran a pretty disciplined race as a non-political businessman. Um, so Seems like a lot of people are doing that. Yeah, I'm that's kind of the trend. Of the- System. I'm an outsider. Yeah, in I'm a an good outsider. Way. Yep. I'm not part of. Uh, I think the somebody else. Junction. That is. Mm-hmm. Or politics. somebody else called it the swamp. Who um, called it that? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he would. <laughs> Our comrade. <laughs> Our comrade. <laughs> oh, God. I had to do it anyway. I know Continue. you did. Okay. <laughs> so um at the start of him becoming mayor he um would end up trying to rebrand new orleans and usher in a new era of transparency and efficiency he wanted to kind of get rid of the old um crony ways um and that's basically what he vowed so during the runoff it was uh revealed that ray uh who had not been a certified public accountant um, and 
he was claiming this uh, being a CPA. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, many people had struck that off at the time, right? They were like, eh, no, no big deal, whatever. So everyone lies on their resume. <laughs> <laughs> but Ray was one of the few candidates. Airline to... pilot. <laughs> Airline pilot. <laughs> he worked uh, at a, a steakhouse. <laughs> at the Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he did sign a pledge uh, by the Bureau of Governmental Research to overhaul the old contracting process that they had in place. Ray had agreed to replace a board um, of appointees with independent selection committees to evaluate bidders for the lucrative work. So um, apparently before he took office, there was so-called a lot of corruption going on, right? Um, yeah, and that's he, always a problem. Yep, he was vowing to come in and um, bring people in that were going to be like independent from the, the local government, etc. Nonpartisan. Yep, impartial. Um, so soon after he took office, uh, Ray announced a crackdown on corruption in the city's automobile inspection and taxi regulation agencies, which got a lot of people excited at the time. Mm-hmm. So this was 11 weeks after he took over. He enforces sweeping reforms to stop briberies and tech and taxi cab licensing and inspection programs. So apparently there was like a lot of like bribes and kickbacks happening mm-hmm. as part of this program. <clears throat> they made 85 like, all of you guys are gonna pay me now <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna streamline it <laughs> no that's not what happened <laughs> okay um apparently they made 85 arrests in one day so it makes it look like wow he's coming in and cleaning the streets cleaning the streets and With getting rid of all this house. corruption <laughs> <laughs> There were some that I I had seen, you know, and like I said, all the stuff I was reviewing that said that they thought it was for show because um, it could be um, because one of them was even his cousin they that got they arrested. arrested. Yep. And then uh, he's like, pardon. <laughs> it's all good because I got you. Um, no, but uh, not one person was convicted. So they arrested, charged these people, and, and nobody got and convicted of anything. Happen. Yep. Huh. So uh, seems fine. A lot of the residents and then different people that uh, were working on reporting and stuff, the things that he was doing, they had kind of claimed that they thought that his first three years had been successful and at least getting people to feel good about work he was doing. So... <clears throat> He gets people excited about some of the technology projects um, that they want to see happen because they want to, like, overhaul a lot of the systems in the city and um, kind of bring them into the 21st century. As part of that, he taps uh, Greg Meffert, right, as um, the tech officer, the chief tech officer Mm -hmm. for the city who's going to be overseeing these projects. And so investigators and legal experts felt like he started bringing more people in around him that were negative influences and kind of led him towards corruption. Oh, brother. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, the more that I heard about, like, what ends up transpiring and stuff, I don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah. Um, Because they kind of described him as, like, he was just kind of bumbling around the city and was easily (laughs) manipulated. But I was like, I don't think so. So, um, 
I'm sorry. I don't agree either. <laughs> I don't agree with it either. He's um, like the Forrest Gump of corruption. Is that it? <laughs> I think that's kind of the references he that they were know. that they were making. Was like he really didn't understand what was. Ha- I was well, like, no, I don't think be so. Used by someone else we know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Hasn't he used that excuse already? I, dude, I try not to. I know. Hear a okay. Word out of that Let's not go down that rabbit hole. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people said that there was a uh, little to distinguish about his work during his first time. Um, his first term. Yeah, excuse me, first term. Because oh, um, now we're getting ready for so him. So he did the big sweep. He did and, the big but sweep. nothing really came of And then, it. yeah, they did some other technology projects and stuff like and that. And hired but... that guy that people are saying, oh, he was really the bad influence. Oh, no, no, no. Greg stayed around for a while. But... Was he from the first term? Yeah. Okay. So he was um, selected early on during his first term okay. and was brought in and was working. Like, he basically so gave him a lot of power. Here's what happened. The mayor guy said, I'm not in this for the money. And then the <laughs> IT guy said, I am. And I'm going to show you how to get some. Is that is that happened? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for my one-woman play. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, there's a little more to it than that. I like to boil it down. I know. Okay. I feel like this is kind of how I wrote my plot for Nope, and then you came in and was like, "What? You told the whole movie, and then you were like, and it might be an alien. What? Like, it was a lot better than that. I, I'm paraphrasing, but." Oh, God. Okay, so first term's getting ready to uh, end. He's rerunning for office, but he's not really doing well in the polls, okay? It's kind of neck and neck right now. Then Katrina comes and hits Louisiana, and we know what happens. Well, right, that was horrible. Yeah, it was awful. So uh, 80% of the people were underwater. Thousands of people were stranded. Uh, I still remember the news capturing what was going on there. Um, 1,800, it's estimated, although um, people believe that the number is much higher than this. But 1,833 people had died. Uh, and then, Have they ever fixed those levees? Uh, I, if I understand right, some of them, I don't know that all of them have been fixed. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they had no clean water, right? Because the flooding had contaminated everything. Right. A lot of them were sick, um, from the contamination of the water or, uh, because they were stranded for days on end. Um, they had gotten injured, um, people couldn't get to them to rescue them. I mean, they were just... Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, surrounded by debris. It That's was horrible. That's the thing, too, like when you're voting for these people, who do you want in charge of possibly trying to save you in a crisis like that? Mm-hmm. People don't think about that. Yeah. And they hire these dipshits with no experience at all. Well, this guy ran a hot dog cart. I think he'd be great. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. He's not a politician. Okay, I'm not even saying you have to be a politician, but like what... How come nobody asked that question to these people? Like, if there was a major catastrophe, what would you do? Yeah, like, what is your response? Or More just yeah. like, he seems nice. I'm going to vote for him. <laughs> what could go wrong? 
<laughs> and then this shit happened. Yeah, and Katrina happened. It happened, and that was like one of the worst catastrophes of the nation. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't it want was to horrible. be mayor during that. No, I'd be like, oh, I tap out. Oh Lord, I'm dude. done. Yeah, there's just so much chaos, and then um, and then if you hire like shifty people around you, yeah. you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so it's at this time that. Ray essentially vows to unite the city and raise them up. So, so at least that's good. Yeah. Um, he's not like, I'm going to unite the city and shake them down for money. Is that what he was doing? That's a, that's <laughs> what ends up happening. So he. Okay, I take back that. that was good. <laughs> so he had approved a city rebuilding plan um, into green parkways, which would further disenfranchise like thousands of people down there. This was leading up to Katrina. And then um, he backed away from this when uh, a lot of the residents got outraged, rightfully so, because of the way that the project was designed. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Katrina happens and, um, you know, he kind of gets out and he's trying to galvanize the black vote. And there is a press conference that I had watched. I think it was shown on American Greed, but you can also look it up on YouTube where he's um, standing out there during a press conference and he's telling um, the people in New Orleans that they're going to turn it into Chocolate City because he's like trying to um, help the black community, those kinds of things. Now, there are some that believe after the charges come out later on down the road that um, they were just after him because he was trying to help the black community. So there's a lot of people on different sides, like going back to that particular press conference later on and, and um, you know, taking different arguments from it. So uh, he was elected to a second term in 2006. Um, it was, like I said, a hotly contested race. Um, Katrina was probably at its worst then. And uh, could it have been better to go with someone else? I don't know. But people were already familiar with him. Right. That's the thing. Name Um, recognition. And then he kind of becomes a hero because he goes on a um, radio show and basically is uh, demonstrating his rage about what's going on and the government's response to it. So, And a lot of people hear it. And... um, they kind of get excited about like his anger. Right, like galvanized. Yeah. Him. So uh, people come to vote and then um, he wins. So, but this is where people say like really the decline. Although some people are like looking back at the documents and stuff like that. It looks like he was already f- defrauding the city before this. And that would be my vote. Yeah. But after Katrina happens, this is when they really just started getting a little bit out of control. So, um, He started to make announcements about projects that basically never materialized to help rebuild the city. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, he basically, people that were familiar with um, his work in the office, journalists and stuff like that, say that after he got reelected, he became disengaged and sort of abandoned his responsibilities. So um, this is basically where the corruption starts to get crazy. So prosecutors say um, that he had taken his first bribe even before Katrina, but the pace really picked up during a second term when millions in city controlled recovery work was available. Okay. So, right. Like 
the United States government is saying that we're going to help you with all this money to try to help you rebuild. Right, um, and he's like, cha-ching! Yep, him and the people around him. And then, uh, of course, when everybody finds out what he was doing, people got mad because he was, like, jailing people after Katrina for various crimes. But, of course, he was, like, one of the biggest corruption right one of the criminals. biggest takers yep so uh ray signs an executive order that allows greg <laughs> says, all the money will go to me yep remember <laughs> greg is his right, uh, it guy yep it guy um he's signs- bad influence yes greg <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> he signs an executive order allow greg to um basically pick and award contracts to any vendor of his choosing without oh, competitive what could go bidding. Wrong with that? Right? <laughs> without any competitive bidding, they're just sidestepping all of the regulations that have ever been put put in place to um, remove conflicts of interest or corruption. Now Greg has free reign because of Katrina. Uh-oh. So, like an emergency authorization. Yeah, basically. So we can just like forego all of that because mm-hmm. we just need to get this stuff done. I think they right? did that somewhat during COVID. And they did some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where, like, uh, and we have referred to this in a previous episode about the corruption with um, the COVID relief. The PPP. Yeah. And they still have not finished investigating everybody. Or convicting or bringing charges and stuff like that. So there's going to be a lot to come out of that. ripe for Mm -hmm. that type of behavior, sadly. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, you get in the midst of that stuff. And then, you know, and every industry right now is short-staffed. So... Um, Don't even get me started on that. And then the federal government... I'm saving it for my rant at the end. At the end? Okay. (laughs) The federal government, of course, cut everybody's budgets to include the IRS, who would normally track... Some of that stuff that's so going on. So just, again, perfect so free for all, yep. So something similar here with Katrina, because it was pretty crazy down there at the time. Right, and they have um, to have their stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Yep, so a lot of people believe that Ray had checked out, um, with some speculating that uh, rebuilding New Orleans was just too big a lift for him, like yeah, insurmountable. Right. I get it. <clears throat> Yeah, so instead he becomes more focused, like, on his own improvements, you know, for, like, him and his family and stuff like that. So he actually had partial ownership of a company called Stone Age that his sons were running, okay? Okay. So they do, like, granite countertops, and um, now at this point during the second term, he seems to be spending a lot more time over (laughs) He's like, I'd rather do that business, yes. Um, instead of, of course, improving the local community. Um, well, that's at, because Greg has it. Greg's, <laughs> Greg's doing it. He's got it. It's Don't good. worry, everybody. You guys, look the is other hard. way. <laughs> <laughs> um, living in his ashtray home, <laughs> which is cool. I looked it up. Yeah, it looks cool, right? Yeah, I know. It's kind of Art Deco-y. Yeah, yeah, it looks really. It cool. almost has a. a Franklin Lloyd Wright. Yes. Kind of. I thought look. the same thing when yeah, I seen it. It's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, anyway, I like it. Frank Lloyd Wright. Um. <laughs> Franklin. <laughs> See, I'm dumb too. Anyway. <laughs> no, we're not stupid. Come on, man. We're just old yeah. and dirty and benchy. <laughs> it's in the title. <laughs> so uh, imagine if your Mima was on a podcast. And that's if you're what's going on here. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, that's funny. Basically, yeah. 
we're kind of limping along. And I got to say here. We're limping along. I got to say here, like literally and figuratively, um, I think we're doing pretty good. Like I really don't know what I'm doing for a podcast. I barely can do the social Here's media our part. shout out to ourselves. Yes. We're doing damn good. <laughs> we really found our voice. You're welcome. Yeah. Go I back s- and listen to the beginning. We were like. Not good. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I So I try with the social media. This is a little bit of tangent. Okay. <laughs> but Before we fine. get on you to know, a... You get it. Ray kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and here we go. <laughs> like everyone we talk about, we never talk about good people on here. Um, yeah. I struggle a little bit with the social media. Actually, I like half the time forget, right? That I'm like supposed to be out there posting shit about us, like yeah. to help like... <laughs> get people excited but what happened to the would you rather monday i, I know that. dude i i totally i was thinking about that yesterday <laughs> would I was you like, rather do a podcast or do your school work <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's more about myself i know okay that's why it's funny um i would say both because it's both interesting <laughs> to me but oh brother now if i could if i could get like hella paid than probably the podcast but hella paid. Um, how about free wiener schnitzel hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> we probably wouldn't live very long also i need to i've been thinking about this i should have done at the beginning before we get back into ray um <laughs> we need to give a shout out to uh the podcast fuck my work life uh-huh. because they i think it's k that is the one who actually listens to us all the time. But she's constantly like uh, tweeting about us on social media and on Good Pods, which I have not completely figured out how to use. <laughs> so I apologize. But um, <laughs> again, old, dirty. We're trying. Bench. Um, she's always on there. She listens to a bunch of different podcasts and she always rates them and she gives us five stars all the time. Aww. So thanks, Kay. Okay. Getting back to <laughs> okay. business. Okay. hey before i forget yes i think we should sometime do like a a good person podcast yeah we should instead of all this negative piece of shit scumbags i know sometimes i bring them down i know yes we should i agree with that okay i'm just saying that so i don't forget to say it okay (laughs) so that later when we go back and listen we're like oh yeah we wanted to do that that was a good idea (laughs) imagine that Um, so, uh, Ray, of course, still the mayor of New Orleans. Um, there is a Home Depot project after Katrina, uh, where they want to build a new store, um, on some land that's not being occupied, but they need to buy it. So, of course, they have to go through the city, right, Mm -hmm. to get permits and regulations and stuff like that. Yep. And um, they, as part of their or argument, you could just pay Ray. <laughs> <laughs> it's called fast tracking, okay, people. Remember, he <laughs> he wanted to clear out some of the corruption that was going on before, <laughs> yeah. and I think that meant just go through him. And he wanted to consolidate the. Corruption. Hold on now, Patty. He wanted to <laughs> stop with your Marcus Shrinker <laughs> attitude, okay? I know you're he... not on Team Ray. <laughs> I might be. Maybe they're right. Maybe he was just a bumbling person, like walking around <laughs> he was City just Hall. The bad Forrest Gump. Yeah, he didn't know Everything like what was, was going bad on. Instead of good, he didn't well, want to look behind the curtain to see who <laughs> the mastermind was. The was. Puppet master. Yes. Um. He, so 
he wanted to have in the independent board reviewing and selecting for these contracts, right? So Home Depot's like, look, we're going to bring a lot of jobs into the area if we can build this new store. However, Ray gets involved. He sends his chief economic officer over there to let the neighborhood group, the one that had been selected to review these projects, know that there would not be an agreement between them and Home Depot. So he halts the discussions. The project, however, continues forward independently of the city's work. And guess who was awarded the contract? Uh, Stone whatever. Stone Age. Oh, my God, Patty, you're right. You get a, a gold star. A granite, please? Yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Dude. I know. Not even trying to hide it. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, at least pretend to be on the up and up. I mean... Mm-hmm. No. Well, and Ray also stated that he would sell the land to them at a reduced price. Good old you, Ray. Um, well, that was mighty nice of him. During the investigation, Ray would complain to Home Depot that Stone Age wasn't getting enough of their business. Okay. So, uh, they could get a billion dollars in revenue per year. This is to Stone Age. Oh, my God. That's a lot of money, right? That sure is. But after making almost 2000 Home Depot ends the contract for poor f- performance from Stone Age. Mm. Probably because they also didn't want to get harassed by Ray anymore. They're like, guys, this doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get rid of this. Let's, oh, let's end this contract. So what does Ray do next? I guess apparently he engages in more crime. So <laughs> He goes criming. Even more. <laughs> hard criming. Maybe we should call this Ray, Ray, whatever, hard crime. <laughs> Doing hard crime. Oh, my God. Write it down. Ray, crime after crime. <laughs> I think, haven't we used that one before? Yeah, my, I, uh, maybe, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm going to put it on a note. Okay, Please you continue. put it on a note. So in 2008, the inspector general starts to investigate. So there was some discrepancy um, with some of the vendors and various projects that were being run by the city. Um, At that time, apparently, Greg, the tech officer, was calling himself the deputy mayor. There's no such position. Um, He even, what I found out, uh, lived next to Ray. So they actually lived by each other. (laughs) Right? Um, so they're getting like bribes and kickbacks from these vendors. Um, one of the vendors actually gives Greg a credit card at some point that he can charge whenever and whatever he wants on. So they're paying for it. He takes like trips. He buys yachts. Oh my God. He goes to strip clubs, buys himself nice clothes. He likes to play poker. Greg? Greg, yeah. Mm -hmm. Whatever he wanted. He just charged on this credit card. The vendor paid for it. This is in order for them to get contracts with the city. So in 2006, Greg actually uh, leaves the city, but is continuing to get thousands in consulting fees from the city. Oh, yeah. That's a huge scam. Mm -hmm. Greg's finally indicted and charged with a laundry list of stuff, of crimes. Uh, Mm -hmm. So at that point. At this point, Ray moved away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah at that point changed his name mm-hmm, people start looking at ray because they're like wait a minute like that right. was his head officer right at the city 
So, um, if he's dirty, Ray must be dirty. So, um, and guess what? They were right. Yeah. Spoiler. And what's, what's crazy is <laughs> I like. I don't know what a spoiler is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a spoiler is. <laughs> I was reading all this stuff about Greg and like the credit card and all. And you know that Greg and Ray were like elbow I'm to sorry, elbow. But again. Do you really think that you're not going to get caught? I don't understand these yeah. people. I'm not sure. Or like. They just are so brazen. They're like, eh. Yeah. Or maybe because like everything that was happening with Katrina, they thought nobody would be paying attention. Too busy looking at yeah, the like, horrifying. Yeah. Like all my shit has washed away or has been totally ruined by this water. You know what oh, I mean? Gross. Like, These um, people are so gross. Yeah. So he also takes trips, um, some of them to go see the saints, uh, <laughs> vacations, etc. Ir- irony, anyone? <laughs> irony yeah. party of one. Um, Ray tells everyone, though, that Greg has set all of it up. And then he says, and I quote, I didn't know what was going on, end quote. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, so... Meffert, like I said, he's currently under investigation for his crimes, and he decides to squeal on Ray, so he gets a better deal for himself. Of course. Yep. He decides that he's going to fully cooperate with the government. He tells them that he did accept bribes from various vendors. He was making, um, I think, around 400000 when he worked for the city, and then... Um, or something like that, whatever his salary was. And then, of course, he was getting the bribes and the kickbacks and of stuff course, like that. So, and the free credit card. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, like Ray, you know, he's making a lot of money. Some people say that he did take the pay cut, but to supplement the income, because they never really changed their spending habits or anything like that, he started engaging in the illegal activities, which, of course, was siphoning work to um, Stone Age, the company that he owned with his sons. Um, <laughs> People are so, so dumb. Yeah. I can't. And then I was like watching. So the American At least grade. make a shell fucking company. <laughs> um, I, I mean, <laughs> come on. Well, like if you're a member, he's like the Forrest Gump here I, in this situation. Allegedly. Um, team, team. I think Ray. it was that he just didn't expect anyone to notice. Uh, yeah. I think that's what was happening. Like, because he was in control. I don't think Should've that he thought. sold the ashtray house and moved away. <laughs> That's what I've learned from these. So i seen in interviews and stuff, he was making a defense that. Um, he, I'm too dumb. Yep. That, uh, of course, Greg was handling everything because he get, did the executive order, gave him all of that power. He had nothing to do with it. He also says that he was a partner in the Stone Age business, but he did not know what was happening with it. That's also his defense. I don't um, think that's a defense. <laughs> I'm sorry. So one of the major projects um, would get him a $100,000 bonus. Frank Fredella, he was a CEO uh, of a vendor there, you know, that operated. He wanted a defunct smokestack factory, I guess, and he wanted to turn it into a multi-use facility. And again, he needed the city's help for permits and stuff and, right. you know, for regulations. So in order to guarantee that he would get that project going, he reaches out to good old Ray, tells him that he's going to pay him like around $100,000 uh, as long as I get the contract. Um, 
So, of course, Ray's like, here you go, signs off on the permits, and then he gets his kickback. Um, and but he gets his ticket to jail. <laughs> what I had read, though, is they had funneled the, mo- the money, I think, to his daughter's account, and then it was transferred over to Stone Age. So I thought, I think they thought that they were covering their tracks somehow. But um, no, you're just implicating your whole fucking family, you dipshit. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> Can we just be on house arrest in our ashtray house? <laughs> He's still claiming that he didn't do anything wrong. Of course, he didn't know. How could he do it wrong if he uh, didn't exactly. know? Exactly. So uh, after he left office in 20. 20- <laughs> 10, shamed and under investigation. Shame, shame. Um, Ray and his family moved to Texas where he's been living for three years. At that, during that time, anyways, Ray had Texas, s- dry Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Ray had self published a memoir. <laughs> And had tried to leverage some of his mayor experience into his career as a motivational speaker and consultant. Um, However, he was dogged by his administration scandals. Yeah. Good. (laughs) um, Some of his projects that he was working on, his prospects had started to dim, right? Because people are... Because he was dim. Because they were understanding... That he was under investigation right. and there was some corruption this going guy on. was shady. Yep. Not slim. <laughs> so he ended up being indicted in 2013 on 21 federal corruption counts. Oof. Yep. Uh, prosecutors said that Ray knowingly defrauded the city, seeking bribes and kickbacks in exchange for favorable treatment. We'll leave it up to our listeners to decide whether or not he actually did know what was happening during this whole fiasco. I tend to lean towards... 100% say he did. I'm just going to shoot you the answer right now. Um, what was funny was like, uh, so the investigators were doing multiple investigations, right? Greg's getting investigated for Della and I was also being investigated for some of the shit that he's doing outside right. of the stuff he did with Ray. All you have to do is get <clears throat> one of them to flip. Yep. So they're now all pointing the fingers at one another. Of course. Saying it was him. It was him. It was him. And then, uh, federal prosecutors get Greg and Frank for Della to flip and now they're so all they pointing the finger at ray right three suspects but end they up- have three fingers pointing back at themselves <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> so three suspects end up testifying against ray because they were tangled up in their this own gonna go good criminal ray. charges and they all want some sort of agreement yep so in 2014, a jury convicted Ray on 20 of 21 counts of bribery, fraud, and money laundering in connection with the kickback scheme involving the city contractors. Um, the witnesses, for their part, got reduced sentences. That is such bullshit, dude. Ray professes his innocence the whole time. He states he's been targeted, <laughs> smeared, and is innocent of all charges. Even though... He took a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> and siphoned it through his daughter's bank account. What He's about innocent. what about all the contracts that Stone Age got? Yeah, I don't I think he knew about those though. <laughs> Ray, Ray, you dirty dog, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, 
Ray was uh, basically sent to um, spend his time at a minimum security camp in Texarkana because he's low yeah. risk. It's about three hours from his current home in Frisco, Texas. Um, so what they I didn't send him back to Louisiana. No, um, I think uh, what they decided to do because um, is it because it was federal? It could be, but I think what I read was um, his during sentencing and stuff like that. His defense attorney uh, has like, said he's low risk. By his family. Yep. Can we get him um, placed so that he's close to his family so they can come and visit him? And they allowed it. So okay. I wish everybody was afforded that kind of leniency. You know, I wish kind of um, people weren't in prison for many reasons. But please continue. I know. Uh, so. What I had read is um, the family home that they had in Texas is in foreclosure. Um, this was according oh, no. to records filed by Ray. Maybe they could live in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like the people from Katrina had to do. Oh, my God. Remember dude. that? Yep. What a fucking nightmare. Yeah, the dome. God, that damn. was horrible. Um, so he, uh, this was as part of his documents when he was filing his uh, appeals. They had pushed that in there that it was in foreclosure. Um, because from what I understand, what <laughs> he was the sole Wait provider. Like his wife didn't second. work. Go ahead. Second. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he put that in part as his, like in his appeal paperwork? Yeah. There, there was a hardship there to have some more leniency. That, dude. No. As part of... Immediately, no. (laughs) I'm sorry. Look, he's trying to say... Oh, I know what he's trying to do. Uh, What's he doing, Patty? He's a fucking scammer from the word go. No. (laughs) Listen. Listen, Linda, 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 Linda. First of all, with all that money, he didn't buy his house outright? You would think, but maybe he was spending it as quickly as he was getting it. Oh, boo, freaking him. No. Sorry. He should have um, had to sell it and pay restitution. Well, and I don't know how much his lawyers city. cost him, but he he probably paid a pretty penny for oh, that. Boy, howdy. Okay. Um, he should have represented himself. <laughs> <laughs> right? Isn't that what innocent people do all the time? <laughs> to try to represent themselves. I have heard tell of that. <laughs> I've heard tell that that's a bad <laughs> idea. But you shouldn't do that. Now, there has only been one instance that I've seen where somebody has actually repre- represented themselves, or that I know of, actually, off the top of my head, where they came out successful. The rest of them, no. Well, I'll so, have you know that my spouse represented himself in a traffic court, and he got his ticket taken away. Oh, so good job. He brought folders and <laughs> <laughs> Documentation. Yeah, it was funny. Pictures. And the judge was like, how much is the ticket? It was $20. <laughs> He's like, it's the principal. Yeah. And she was like, well, that Your was Honor. a very well laid out argument. I agree. Dismissed. Yeah. And he, and he was, was like, so proud. vindicated. He just wanted to shout <laughs> it from the rooftop. So here you go. People. Here you go. Here's your shout out. Here's your shout out. Good job. Vindication. <laughs> $20 saved. <laughs> um, so in a letter to U.S. Dis- District Judge... Ginger Berrigan. You don't have to say their name. I don't know. Okay. Ginger. Before Ray was sentenced in July, his wife said he had <laughs> been unable to find work and the family was collecting food stamps to make ends meet. On financial forms, 
excuse me, that Ray had submitted <laughs> last week. <laughs> I had to burp. Um, this was during the appeal. Um, in order to be appointed a public defender to handle his appeal, Ray said he had $23.65 in his bank account. So I'm getting the sad violin music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't feel bad. What, what are you doing? Why? Because he's a fucking scammer and that's what you get. <sighs> Crime <Yeah>. doesn't pay. <laughs> That could be our other title. Ray, crime doesn't pay. Ray, crime don't pay. He's not in it for the money. Nagin or however you say it. Nagin. Um, Nagin. I think Nagin. that's how they were saying okay. it on the, Whatever. the interviews. Okay. So, so he went down the river. Ray, <laughs> Ray reports to prison. Um, this was after... His former tech chief and uh, deputy mayor, Greg, was sentenced to, um, I think, two days, two and a half years. I think it was two and a half years. It looks like 21 over two, but I think I missed a space in there. Um, So I think it's two. (laughs) (laughs) For his role. That's a long fraction right there. I know. For his role in the corruption. Um, Yeah. I think that's correct, because Greg had faced a possible eight years, but prosecutors had urged a lighter sentence and praised his cooperation in the case against Ray and others. Oh, good job, Greg. Good job. You go, winner. Okay. Winner. Brother. Uh, So there was another vendor who was convicted. Um, It was a tech vendor who owned this company. His name was Mark St. Pierre. Uh, he also won a reduction in his original sentence of 17 and a half years because he also helped prosecutors after he was convicted um, in testifying against Ray. He was uh, sentenced to five years for his help. Um, yep. So former New so Orleans. Greg had two and a half years no greg say? yeah greg did yes and then that guy had five yep he was supposed to get 17 and a half but then it was reduced to five for greg should have gotten ray. more than <laughs> two and, that's ridiculous oh my god so ray was released from federal prison in april of 2020 he served his time, oh, just in time about uh three Sweet. years <laughs> About three years before he did, was, he get out early because of COVID. He got out early. I don't know if it was uh, for COVID or not. It, was. it could be because he might have been considered low risk. And I know at the time, Barr had. Which um, I got to tell you, short tangent. There's a new show on Amazon called Sprung, and it's by the people that did My Name Is Earl, and it's about these three people that get released from prison. Because of COVID. Okay. And one guy's in there. He's been in there for 20 years because of mandatory drug. He got busted for pot. Oh, okay. Because of mandatory sentencing. Ugh. We were just talking about the shit. And so he is like totally like doesn't know what's going on in the world, you know? And it's just, it's really oh, funny. Oh, because he's been and in so there for... The, yeah. So they go, the his cellmate, whose name is Rooster. <laughs> Gets picked up by his mom, and they're like, you can come live with us. So it's 
it's the two guys, the cellmates, and then a girl, because she's in the same prison, but on a different floor, which, whatever, that was weird. But they all end up living with Rooster and his mom, because they don't have anywhere to go because of COVID and it's lockdown. Oh, yeah. And she is a total criminal. Okay. So she starts, like, <laughs> trying to steal toilet paper from a guy and all this. It's a funny show. Oh, I like it. It's I'll have on, to check it out. New episodes are on Fridays. It's on Amazon. On it's Amazon? Sprung. Okay. Anyway. I'll have to look it that up. That made me think of this. That sounds like But they're like, why did you, <laughs> why are you letting us out? We don't have anywhere. They're like, oh, because of COVID. What's COVID? <laughs> and then they're like, you got to go to your house. I'm like, we don't have a house. And the, the, the guard is like, yeah, it's a real head scratcher. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> yeah, good luck. You should watch the trailer. Here's it's $25. Anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah, so he actually did. So he got a ten-year prison term, right? But he got out three years early, um, and he probably what like benefited from the policy that had implemented been implemented by Barr at the time, right? Where he had ordered the um, Bureau of Prisons to uh, review cases uh, that were low risk and stuff. That could be released early right. to try to alleviate the spread and stuff like that of mm-hmm. COVID. So, yeah, um, they have been asked to consider like age, vulnerability, things like that. Were they white? Just kidding. He's not. <laughs> that might but... have been something. I don't know. Um, and then uh, and I think he was like. I almost want to say, I think he was in his 60s or late 50s when he got sentenced. So he would have been, I think, in his 60s at this point. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um, he got sprung. He got sprung. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Ray, of course, gets released. He's with his family um, in Frisco, Texas. Right, which is a oh, they, were, they managed to save the house after I, all. Even I don't they run food stamps and nobody could get a job or yeah. whatever bullshit they wrote. I don't, know. I don't know if it's the we're same all house. Good. Thanks, though. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same house. <laughs> um, but uh, they it, had stashed some of that money. Don't probably, you think so? yeah. I would think it, they probably maybe not though, because they don't sound like the brightest. I who knows criminals. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, he's, he's with his family in a house there in the same area. So it could be, I don't know. Uh, his brother-in-law says that he's doing fine. Um, and it's a great day for the family. We're happy he's back home. So it has Um, a happy ending. Yay. Good job. (laughs) Did he learn his lesson? Is he repentant? Um, I don't know. He didn't have or is to. He still like, I didn't know. Like his re-entry plan did not include like having like any probation or supervision. He didn't have to go to a halfway house or anything oh like that. Gosh. He just got released. Um, yeah. And then. And is our company still going? Uh, I did not see anything. What's it called? Uh, Stone Age. It may have went under at I was that like, point. Stonehenge. No Stone Age, <laughs> because like they were already struggling like with some of the vendors because they weren't able to meet the demands, you know. So a lot of those contracts had ended, and I would assume that based off of the corruption and stuff like that, uh, that some people probably wouldn't want to do business with them after that. So I wouldn't think that they would keep up with the Joneses, but I don't know. Um, I did see though that uh, Greg. His old buddy had released a book in 2018. Because as, of course he did. Yep, it's a tell-all. 
I didn't go out and um, look to see if any of the pages or anything were available from the book. But from what I, I understand, you weren't allowed to get money from a crime or what's that word? You weren't allowed to benefit from a crime you committed. How's that? Well, let's see. Let's let's look at that argument. So <laughs> I don't like your tone. <laughs> If he was charged, sentenced, and has served his time, is he not allowed to like move on and then maybe talk about it? I thought you can you not? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think that there's anything. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back out and look it up. But he basically came out crazy and said. Greg basically says in his book that the storm merely created new and bigger opportunities for them and made it easier to justify a bit of the side action that they were getting. Um, And I did read where one journalist had said that some of the more memorable parts of the book are his descriptions of how he realized that he had slid from would-be reformer to parasite. So... um, and then, of course, you have to ask the question, at what point were the ethical boundaries crossed and now we're Where there was a criminal? Like, what ethics? Yes. Okay, I'm, I was Googling. Uh, Stone Age? No. Oh. If you can benefit from your own crime. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's Go what ahead. I started to write. Okay. But Google filled it in. All I got was, can you benefit from, and Google filled it in, drinking your own breast milk. <laughs> What are Google, you doing? That took a dark, fucking, creepy turn. What? Who's doing that? <laughs> oh my god! I feel like I think at one point I probably like did because I breastfed. Uh, you drank your own breast. Milk? I think I did to see what he was like, what it tasted like for him. I think because you know, like I did the breast pump and stuff like that because I was working. Um, at a certain point, once once my maternity leave was over, I went back to work. But I was still breastfeeding. And then I was like, well, what is he getting? So I did drink it just to see. Ew. Well, sometimes, like, even for um, our dogs, sometimes I've, like, nibbled to see, like, what they're eating. <laughs> Have you ever done that? No. <laughs> I'm the weird one Unless in the room. it's my food I'm <laughs> handing to them. And I already know what it is. It's probably bacon. Um, but anyway. Well, sometimes they act like it's crack. And, and then I'm like, what does this taste like? And it's totally bland. There's like no flavor. And I'm like, I don't know what they're getting excited over. But uh, no, for breast milk, I did try it one time. And there wasn't anything to it that I was like, okay. <laughs> Tastes like chicken soup. <laughs> Okay, so I got here, a stitch I, in my side. I've cracked the code. There's a, a thing called the Son of Sam Law. It's also known for as a notoriety for profit law. Oh, probably because he was doing all those interviews and stuff like that. And this is a law that prohibits criminals from profiting from writing or shows about their crimes. However, there's always a but. Right? Oh, an exception. Here we go. Courts have frequently struck down these laws. Why? First Amendment. <gasps> oh. That goddamn First Amendment. Yep, protection. That's why. So there you go. Okay. So I guess. I mean, if I'm being honest. write a book and 
cash in again on your crimes, Greg. <laughs> he seemed great. And I didn't see like if he had to pay any sort of restitution or anything like that. It doesn't sound like none of any of them. So did. yeah, I don't. Uh, again, I really feel like well, Ray wouldn't have been able to. He's destitute, <laughs> and living he didn't on the know. streets. What could he do? Okay, Patty, I need his you family just to was on down. food stamps. <laughs> they couldn't get a job. <laughs> Their house was in foreclosure. I really feel like. In these types of crimes, maybe all of them actually, they the criminals should be required to write like ways they could have been prevented from doing. Yeah, this. and I know we've talked about this on previous episodes, um, where we are like, okay, they're just sitting in prison or whatever, right? Um, what a waste. You know, come uh, do my laundry, and then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and he was at a minimum security prison. So he could, like go to college well and i don't know like what he was doing he may have been doing things to better himself (laughs) but yeah he could just be literally probably sitting in that probably watching cable (laughs) maybe from cox (laughs) (laughs) what a slap in the face (laughs) he's like i could still be there making tons of money why did i ever leave yeah um so you know like i feel like too to your point yeah they could be helping the government like in what some way would have prevented me from yeah doing you know or uh let's I sit down like and that should be a thing that you have to do yeah or have a discussion about the psychology behind it like wh- you know at what point do you feel like you had from birth i always <laughs> knew i wanted to be a scammer <laughs> as soon as i knew when i got money from the tooth fairy i was like where can i get more when my mom put that silver spoon in my mouth <laughs> I said, I need more of this shit. Um, Where do I get the silver? <laughs> no, I I do feel like uh, there could be some more use rather than being like lock them up and you know what and I just mean. Make them like sit there. What? Yeah, which I know in, in in for past like other crimes they have done that, but I feel like they need to do more of that to help prevent. Yeah this stuff from happening in the future and then like looking for flags or you know to teach people so how about you teach them a skill so when they get out they actually can do something oh he's got plenty of of skills oh well i guess i'll just go back to criming because i don't know anything else and i don't know what he's doing now but he's living on food (laughs) (laughs) sales oh brother uh yeah so (laughs) there you have it ray nagin everybody Okay, well, here's my tip of the week. Yes. How to be a better human. (laughs) In a retail environment, let's just say. Um, If you have a problem with whatever store you're at, (laughs) you're mad at them for whatever reason. Maybe they are having computer issues. I don't know. They'll just say. Uh, Yelling at the people working at the register is not helpful. I've seen so much of that lately. It is not helpful. Well, first off, you shouldn't be getting mad in in the first place. If you are, <laughs> if you are then you've got you some need issues. You get right with God. <laughs> I say again. Uh and also don't tell the person you're yelling at like I know it isn't you. Then shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> yeah, uh I have been to several stores and or restaurants now where literally they're short staffed and they have one person working the register. And so it creates a huge line. I get it. It's frustrating because you're like, 
uh, I want to just get like, home I'm or the whatever. Only one in the world. But yeah, like how Ted, dare there be other people here when it's just me? Yeah, in the world. Uh, my thing is, is like, um, please be patient. They're, just be a fucking human. How about yeah, that? Yeah, they're short staffed. Like, it's not fair you to think the people. That, that makes pe- I literally was like, I'm quitting on Sunday. I'm like, I'm fucking done. It's a wrap. I'm done. Yes, I can't. Yeah. I literally got bitched out for eight hours straight every time the phone rang. To your point, I was going to say, like, the people that are still working and doing these jobs, it's not fair to them that they're still showing up for their shift and then having to put up with that shit. Exactly. That's totally. When it's not my thing at all. I have nothing to do with this. And they say, I know it isn't you. Okay, then shut the fuck up. Why are you taking it out on me? I'm not the one you're mad at. I get it. It's frustrating. I get it. Mm. But you know what? Say, okay, thank you. Hang up and go bitch at your spouse. That's what I do. That's what the spouse is for. (laughs) (laughs) When you can share your frustration with your family. Just go home and be like, can you believe this shit at that store? Live your fucking life. Because you know what, people? Um, If you have to wait to get your peanut butter or your shower (laughs) curtain, you're not going to die. Okay? I know it's upsetting and frustrating. But the again, I say the level of entitlement that is going on in the world right now is off the fucking chain, and I don't get it. Yeah, like um, where did this come from? Um, well, that I blame be... the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally joking. Honestly, like <laughs> that would be like a whole nother ep- episode. <laughs> on... It's rhetorical, but yes. I'm just saying, like. I just don't understand where we're at as a society. I just yeah, don't. it's not pretty out there. And we've talked about this before, but we got to be nicer to each other, man. Um, exactly. You know, like, just stop being shitty to other people. When you go out, just try to keep in the back of your head. Like, I know things are really rough for a lot of people. And I got to exercise right. patience. And who knows who has a fucking gun? Because after all, it is America. Yeah. Second Amendment. Well, did you see down in Oregon the yes, Safeway shooting? Bend. That was crazy. So it's um, everywhere. Yeah. Just oh, be careful. Boy. Anyway, that's my tip for today. And my tip is chicken noodle soup <laughs> armpits are healthy. So you that's what I want to for that. And of course, our mascots are now like. They have a lot to say, too. And also, (laughs) give your dogs more treats. (laughs) So that's going to wrap up this episode. We're glad that you're here. Yeah, crazy. Not saving the day. (laughs) Won't you go away? (laughs) That was my haiku. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Oh, and also, I know you're not on TikTok, but have you heard the corn song? That is sweeping the no. nation. No. Okay, well, we're going to end on a super high note. Okay. Please play it for me. Because this is hilarious. Not heard it. It made it onto the Today Show. What? Yes. It's so yeah. mainstream now. Dude, I can barely do the social media platforms that we're on right now. Well, so. this isn't really doing anything. I just look at funny stuff. Yeah. And now videos. me and Chris are like all in on the corn Corn song. song. So here. When you say corn, I'm thinking about like the alternative band corn. Which is no, great, by the way. It's corn like on the cob. Okay. Okay. Now I'm hoping Ready. it'll play because you know I it. have my issues with the technology. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Okay. 
taken that song and they've made it so here i'm going to show you this is a guy that made a corn song about his chihuahua oh <laughs> okay, my god ready? It says, and that means chips and he's smelling the dog's feet <laughs> doritos oh my Isn't god it? i'm telling you it is so hilarious. I, I love it there's so many of this kid he's like sweeping the nation it's I cute it. Well, it's just like that one kid with the Linda, Linda. Yeah, exactly. Everybody did that for a while. So, all right. Well, stay (laughs) tuned. Get on TikTok, everyone. It's a life changer. (laughs) (laughs) Or don't, like JD. And Um, just wait for people to send you the things sweeping the nation. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Keeping you enlightened from afar. That's right. All right. We'll catch you on the next episode. Stay dirty, benches. We believe in you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.